Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the uh, seventh edition of uh, Cyber Talk. And uh, um, uh, my name is Nai Pavel. I'm uh, um, the host, and uh, today uh, we have the honor to have with us uh, Mr. Giuseppe Isofanetti and Mr. Panagiotis Marcellas from the ESTC, uh, um, European Security and Defense College. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, gentlemen, that uh, you join us and um, will share with us uh, uh, your uh, knowledge and thoughts and uh, <clears throat> activities. And uh, um, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, we will start the first session with uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Giuseppe Zuffanetti. Uh, Mr. Zuffanetti worked since 1992 uh, for the Italian Ministry of of Internal Affairs uh, Police of State. Uh, Mr. Zuffanetti worked in various positions and, uh, and offices in the public order and safety sector for the Police of State Italy. He has also served as IT manager for informatic security policies at the Immigration Office in Turin. He worked at the Postal and Communication Police, Piedmont and Aosota Valley. As, as officer for eight years, preventing and combat cybercrime. He holds a master's degree in information treatment system and a bachelor of science in computer science and scientifically technology from computer science department in Turin, Italy. Mr. Zapanetti holds um, the qualifying examination to computer science engineering state register from Polytechnic University in Turin. He holds a master in science in engineering management of public security from University of Naples, Federico II, Italy. He is interested in the artificial intelligence area. <clears throat> For that reason, he developed his thesis in the area of the mobile robots. After three years of research under the Lagrange project, I hope I uh, pronounced it. <clears throat> Thank you. Curing. From October uh, this year, 2020, he, uh, he is seconded uh, to the European Security and Defense College, ESDC, which is in, uh, is in the structures of European External Action Service, EEAS, as a cyber training manager. His main goals are to the training program and conceptual documents, supporting the implementation of ESDC courses with a focus on subject cooperating with relevant services in the EU institution, the EEAS and EUA. Um, thank you, Mr. Zuffanetti. And the uh, second, yes, now you are the okay. host. <clears throat> okay, thank you. Thank you for the invitation, Professor Pavel. Thank you to all. I try to share my presentation now. Okay. Okay. Can you see the presentation? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. So, uh, good morning. The, the title of the presentation is the EU Cyber Ecosystem and how to break through uh, this stovepipe system. And uh, we try uh, to, to present uh, uh, in my part, the, and I'm pleased that you have this opportunity to present a lecture uh, uh, about the activity of the ESDC College, the European Security and uh, Defense College. Um, good. Um, the ESDC uh, works under the overall of uh, responsibility of the high representative and uh, is established as a, a network college. So network college is a, a main keyword, uh, bringing together the existing national and international training uh, institutes uh, dealing with the security and defense policies issue within the union, including the UISS, the European Union Institute for Security Studies. The structure of the college is uh, unique and uh, the, it's setting within the EU structures. It's embedded in the crisis manager, management structure uh, of the European External Action Service. 
is a separate uh, entity with the, his own uh, legal capacity. So uh, legal capacity is the second uh, main keyword, uh, including to hold the bank account closely embedded within the US premises and holds close links with the relevant EU institution and agency. With the CIPOL, for instance, the European Union Agency for Law Enforcement Training in particular. Uh, so uh, we can say that uh, the European Security and Defense College is uh, like a facilitator of a European security culture. Uh, well, um, we have uh, a lot of objectives uh, in this slide. Yes, you can see. Uh, yes, this is an exclusive EU level training and education provider in the field of CSDP. Uh, Union's common security and defense uh, policy that enable the Union to take a leading role in peacekeeping operations, conflict prevention, and uh, in the strengthening of the international security. So, but uh, uh, which are the main objectives of the, our college? Uh, to further enhance the common European security and defense culture within the common security and defense policy. To promote a better understanding of uh, CSDP as an essential part of common foreign and security policy uh, is the organized agreed foreign policy of the European Union for many security and uh, defense diplomatic, diplomacy and actions. To support civilian crisis management in the field of uh, conflict prevention and establishing or preserving the conditions necessary uh, for sustainable uh, development, uh, to provide union instances and member states uh, with knowledgeable, uh, personal familiar with EU policies, institutions, uh, procedures, and best practices in the field of cybersecurity and defense. So you can see cybersecurity and defense is the main uh, side of the objectives and to provide the CSDP mission and operation personnel with a common understanding of functioning principles and a sense of common European identity. So, um, the college uh, disseminates uh, through it activities but practices in CSDP issues and furthers the development of a common European security culture. It contributes to the promotion of uh, CSDP and uh, CFSP among civilian and military personnel and to national efforts in the field of training and education. To provide training, uh, responding to training needs uh, of uh, CSDP mission operation, etc. And uh, main important, and uh, support the uh, Committee for Civilian Aspects of Crisis Management, EU Counterterrorism Group, by administering and managing the travel and the accommodation costs related to the activities uh, of the civilian coordinators for training. Uh, network members range from national defense academies to peace universities, from Polish colleges to diplomatic training institutes. So uh, you can see in the, in the chart uh, uh, the main information about who we are. Uh, the, college, the college has several comparative advantages over other training providers. So you can see the, that uh, the SDC is uh, embedded in the EU structures and is able to quickly identify new training needs and include them in its programming cycle and the curriculum. Uh, in the second column, the second, the second pillar of uh, the composition of the college, you can see that the uh, SDC provides first-class training thanks to its network structure, its uh, broad variety of lectures, including uh, practitioners, academic and officers, its use of participants with a wealth uh, of expertise and professional experience as a resource persons, and its e-learning le e tool and its uh, standardized annually updated curriculum. Uh, the third uh, part in the third column uh, the college awards its students uh, a certificate. Uh, this is very important because the certificate uh, is signed by the high representative of the Union for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy and legal, legally recognized uh, by all EU member states and EU institutions. Uh, 
in the fourth column, uh, the SDC follows an in inclusive approach, uh, inviting civilian, police, military and uh, diplomatic staff to its courses and ensuring that the training groups are balanced. This approach allows for exchange of view on a common foreign security policy and common security defense policy from a variety of vantage points. So you can see that the ESDC, ESDC trains decisions makers in the neighboring countries, stabilization and association process, and ESTAR partnership training programs, while facilitating the neighboring policies and the association process of country to the EU. So um, uh, this is the uh, ESDC administrative structure. In order to achieve all the activities described above, uh, the college is organized in a four-tier structure. As uh, presented in figure, you can see the Executive Academic Board, the EAB, ensures the quality and the coherence of the ESDC training activities and is supported by the following domain uh, specific configurations. Uh, the second pillar is the ESDC Secretariat, assist the head of the ESDC uh, in fulfilling his task, obviously. And the head of the ESDC, the third pillar, is responsible for the financial and administrative management of the ESDC, as well as assisting the committee, the steel committee, and the board in organizing and managing ESDC activities. And the fourth pillar is the steering committee that is responsible for the overall condition, conditioning and direction of the ESDC training activity. And uh, in this slide, you, you can see the ESDC ecosystem. So I want to focus uh, attention on the uh, steering committee that is a key part of the ESDC structure and provided by the legal basis, it bears the responsibility for the overall coordination and direction uh, of the ESDC training and education activity. Uh, the legal basis also provides uh, that the steering committee is supported by representatives of the commissions and other EU institutions, including the EES. Uh, this work uh, with the ESDC head and its staff. The steering committee also considers uh, how the ESDC can better connect the civilian and military offers on CSDP training and education and thus strengthens uh, coordination uh, between the civilian and military responses to conflicts or crisis, a very important task, uh, conflicts and uh, crisis. The city committee decision process relies on the scientific and academic advice and the recommendations received from the uh, European Academ Executive Academic Board. So, the collaboration between the committee and the, Europe, the exist, um, Executive Academic Board takes place uh, through the year and the steering committee takes the key decisions in such areas as training priorities the annual academic program and the budget and the human resources required to deliver them. You can see in the, in the picture that uh, we have uh, a lot of uh, keywords, a lot of uh, network, a lot of uh, pillar. Uh, so uh, as you can see, the, the steering committee and the executive uh, academic board collaborate a lot. As I said before, the uh, Council decision uh, governing the ESDC assigns the Executive Academic Board uh, the responsibility to assure the quality and coherence of the college's training and education activity. In particular, in particular uh, you can see uh, some of the uh, tasks inside the configuration of the Executive Academic Board provide academic advice and recommendation to the ESDC steering committee, implement uh, through the network the agreed annual academic year pro program, oversees the e-learning system uh, uh, in this uh, pandemic year 
uh, it's a very good opportunity to 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 have uh, this opportunity very uh, very important e-learning activity and uh, develops and review curricula for all ESDC training and education activity. A review standard of the training, uh, submit to the steering committee proposal, and ensure a systemic evaluation of all ESDC training and education activity, etc. Uh, you can see uh, some uh, uh, tasks inside the EAB configuration. Uh, the VUGIMOT, the Working Group on Missions and Operations Training, the VUGI SSL, the Security Sector Reform, uh, the CQF uh, MILOF, Sector Qualification Framework to the Military Officer Profession, and uh, Doctoral School on CSDP, European Doctoral School on Common security and defense policy. Emilio at the implementation group is a supporter to the uh, of the European initiative for the exchange of military young officers, military Erasmus, and the EAB.cyber. You can see the, the website and the link uh, to, to, to try some uh, other details. And uh, in this uh, chart, uh, I show you the, the training cycle, the ESDC training cycle. Uh, so we start with a, a plan. Uh, we start to quickly identify new training needs to include them in its programming cycle and curricula. Uh, this is the stage one. So the in a plan, do check act uh, training cycle. After we can start with the planning of the training design. This is the stage two and uh, the stage Three, uh, we delivered the training so to the to the to the network. And the important step is uh, the training evaluation and the check phase, so, uh, the briefing and to know all the information after the, the course. Uh, after the training evaluation, we analyze the curricula in a revision phase, and uh, the the training cycle restart uh, restart uh, as a loop. Uh, well, uh, um, since now the ESDC has developed more than uh, uh, 53 training activities uh, which focus on horizontal or regional uh, issues. Uh, two of the more general courses are on the common foreign and security policy itself at the newcomer level in the case of the CSDP orientation course and the strategic leadership level in the case of uh, CSDPI level course. However, the ESDC has adapted specific training programs for uh, its partners and uh, has introduced skill-based courses. In parallel with, with that, uh, upon discussion in various council bodies, ESDC introduces pre-deployment training for contracted staff and operation newcomers. Uh, I show you a slide after, after that. So we, we have uh, a lot of uh, activity, more over 53 different training courses. And uh, some numbers, sure, uh, the number of uh, ESDC activity. Uh, the college uh, promotes an inter an integrated approach in its training curriculum, including new crisis management options and its uh, political uh, framework. And so you can see the uh, 2011 the, the start, you can see that in the ESDC activity continued to increase significantly. The college uh, became to organize it 29 activities in the, the first uh, academic year up to 136 activities in the 2018-19 academic year and the last academic year the pandemic uh, has uh, unfortunately reduced the activity up to 96 but uh, despite the covid uh, situation the covid-19 situation the ESDC offered uh, remote virtual residential and blended successful training Yes, a lot of uh, change the, the the form, the shape to to, to propose uh, courses. So this is the, the slide that I 
uh, talk about uh, before, there is this increase in the support to missions and operations pre-deployment training. The PDT, as defined by ESDC, is a final cut briefing, uh, complementing national preparatory training activities. It's very important because it provides uh, participants with the latest the relevant information, instruments and policies uh, to enable the, them to efficiently contribute to the implementation of the mission mandate. Uh, I can show you a, a training uh, training cycle, uh, PDT, uh, consists in basic training, generic and core, and advanced training held in the respective member states. This is the first uh, stage. After we have the pre-deployment training held in Brussels in the headquarters, so it's a good opportunity to, to share uh, information, to meet all the, the person of the mission and the operation. And uh, after we have the, the third uh, step, that is induction training upon arrival in the field of the mission. So we have the, the four step in, in the mission training in the field, directly in the field. And uh, the, the, the fifth uh, step, that is the, uh, the brief and the lessons learned after return at the member states. And uh, so uh, the, the PDT does not su substitute the, the national training efforts, which remain in the hands of member states, uh, as clearly indicated in the EU uh, policy on the training for CSDP. So you can see the, uh, the network. The ESDC was created as a network college and is currently composed of more uh, than 189 national training institutes, uh, doctoral school and military advancement members, uh, 175 full members, and 14 associated network members, which means that they are members from countries outside uh, of the EU. Uh, uh, network members range from national defense academies uh, to peace university, from police college to diplomatic training institute. So the synergies, I think that is uh, one uh, very most important keyword uh, because uh, ESDC has contributed to the enhancement of uh, synergy between various actors in the field of uh, CFSP and CSDP aiming to support the regional priorities of the EU member states and the European External Action Service. And uh, other commission directors also provide the support to meet uh, specific training needs. They include the Director General Home, the DG Home Counterterrorism, the DG Move, Marine Security, and uh, DG DEFCO, Fragility, Security and uh, Development. So this is uh, uh, my, my last uh, uh, slide to, to sum up. Uh, so the ESDC promotes an integrated approach in its training uh, curriculum, curriculum including uh, EU crisis management options and its political framework, diplomatic action, economic sanctions, uh, common security and defense policy, uh, enable the union to take a, a leading role in a peacekeeping operation, conflict and prevention and the strengthening of the international security, very important. Development aid, the EU is the, the largest donor of development uh, aid in the, the world. The Justice and Home Affairs Council develops. The trade, the climate, the EU is fighting the climate change and conflict prevention measures uh, and humanitarian uh, assistance. So, um, the successful implementation of CSDP increasingly depends on the availability uh, of an access to security cyberspace. And uh, so, uh, moving to, to that direction, uh, the cyber IT platform, cyber education training, evaluation, and exercise platform has been created within the ESDC in 2018. 
And so uh, this is the, the second part of the presentation. Uh, and uh, this is the, the part of uh, my colleague, uh, Managiotis. And uh, thank you for your uh, attention. Uh, and so this is uh, the, the finish of my, uh, of my part of the presentation of the ESDC College. Thank you for your attention. Thank you very much, Mr. Zufanetti. Um, <clears throat> I have several questions, but uh, it was a very uh, profound and interesting uh, lecture about the ESDC um, um, activities and, and bodies and agencies um, uh, and field of interest. Uh, but I know that uh, uh, your time is, is limited so uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah sorry. Uh, thank you. no 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 it's okay i know so uh thank you very much mr zupanetti that uh, you joined us and um thank you um, too for the you for the invitation and, thank you thank uh, if you, you have any question uh, i i ask you or now or by mail or by my colleague my uh, <laughs> uh, no problem of course i'm at this at your disposition yeah thank you so much so um, we will now uh, um, move to uh, uh, your colleague, Mr. Panagiotis Marcellas, <clears throat> um, also from uh, uh, the European Security and Defense College, ESDC. Uh, since uh, 2002, uh, Mr. Marcellas worked for the Greek Ministry of Foreign Affairs as telecommunication and ICT engineer. Mr. Marcellas has several in uh, a served, pardon, in various positions and countries, such as a cyber security attaché at the Greek Embassy in Yaoundé, Cameroon, and the Greek Embassy in Tallinn, Estonia. He holds a Master in Science in Cybersecurity from Tallinn Technical University, Taltec, Estonia, and the Master in Science in Telecommunication Engineering from Dublin City University, DCU, Ireland. He is interested in the weakest link of information security chain, the human behavior, the personality vulnerabilities, and the ways to exploit them. For that reason, his cybersecurity thesis had the title, A Social Media Honeypot Method to Detect Spear Phishing. From July 2019, he is seconded to the European Security and Defense College, ESDC, which is, which is in the structures of the European External Action Services, EEAS, as a cybersecurity training manager. His goal are to identify cybersecurity-related training needs and create courses to fill in the gaps in the fast, in a fast-changing professional and personal environment. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Panagiotis Marcellas. Um, I think you have a permission if... Um, yes, I, I, I do. You already have? I, think so. I will uh, just uh, share my presentation. So. Can you? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, dear Professor Tal Pavel, uh, dear participants, thank you for having us here to present uh, the ESDC College. Um, my name is Panayotis Marcellas, and I'm second national expert, as you said, to ESDC Cyber ET platform since July 1st, 2019. Following the presentation of my colleague Giuseppe Zufanti, I will introduce to you the Cyber ET platform, the EU cyber ecosystem that we are involved with, and our activities in a way to answer on how to break through this stovepipe system through training. The Cyber ETE platform uh, stands for education, training, exercise, and evaluation platform. It is not an actual electronic platform, but a way of thinking, acting, and presenting results in the cyber domain. The ESDC's Cyber ETE platform was established and started its 
pre-initial operational capability on February 6, 2018, after the adoption of a decision from the steering committee of ESTC. Uh, in November of the same year, 2018, uh, the Cyber ETE reached the initial operational capability. And uh, one year later, in September 2019, the full operational capability was achieved. That means that the four out of the current five members of our platform were employed already. By that time, we have created and delivered new courses than the two courses that we inherited from the previous situation. All training managers uh, in ESDC are seconded national experts, and the same rule applies for the cyber platform as well. That means that the training managers are public sector employees from the 27 member states and have limited amount of time, three to six years, to complete their work before they return to their national positions. One of our main tasks is to organize cybersecurity and cyber defense courses for civilian and military personnel of the 27 member states. Our courses aim to serve the purpose of the common security and defense policy and to upscale the training opportunities of the member states. So, uh, as I was saying, our courses aim to serve the purpose of the common security and defense policy and to upscale the training opportunities for the member states in an effort to achieve a common understanding in cyber actions. All our courses are free of charge for all of our participants. The member states decide which of their employees will participate and the national nominators have the duty to enroll the participants in the courses. The cyber courses follow the same pattern as the other ESDC courses. They have an e-learning part that prepares the participants to come to the residential part and to be able to follow the course. After this small introduction, let's take a look at the big picture and see how the global cyber ecosystem looks like uh, based on a study from the European Union Institute for Security Studies, the EU ISS. As we see here, the core of the cyber ecosystem is consisted of four subdomains. The security domain, subdomain, the defense subdomain, the cybercrime subdomain, and the diplomacy subdomain. On the smallest circle, the one closest to the core, we can see the international actors and their links with the four subdomains. On the middle circle is the EU cyber ecosystem. And we can observe, for example, that the European Commission have links and activities in all four subdomains, while the European External Action Service, which has ESDC in their structures, has links and actions in defense and diplomacy subdomains. Since it is the EU military and foreign affairs and defense, Ministry for Foreign Affairs and Defense of EU. On the outside circle are the national authorities, ministries, research centers, etc., related to the four subdomains of the cyber. With the first glance, we notice that the four circles do not intersect. From that, we understand that the representation is done according to the responsibilities and the field of competence of each authority or institution depicted on this map. In this slide, we will see the EU cyber ecosystem, which is the external relations, cyber defense, cyber crime, and the network information security. And uh, we see that it follows an almost identical pattern, but the four circles or subdomains or bubbles, as we say in ESDC, they intersect. 
That is because we believe that a cyber, that a cyber incident has more than one areas of interaction. For example, we have a cybercrime case. The law enforcement officer handling the case need to be able to communicate with his colleagues in other foreign ministries, to gather information, connect the dots of the case, and proceed, cooperate for the prosecution. It is possible that it will use different procedures in one country and different procedures in the other country. That requires the external relations subdomain to intersect and interact with the cybercrime subdomain. In our own little world in ESTC, we perceive the subdomain in the same way as we can see in this slide, which is almost identical. And uh, we, in these four subdomains, we create courses and we use our activities for education and training. We participate in exercises, we organize workshops and conferences, and we have touched the research area. We believe that every of these four subdomains or four bubbles have five levels of competence. Initially, the entry level is the awareness level, the tactical or operational level, the strategic level, the technical level, and the legal level. We believe that as in every system in electronics, in IT, uh, every system has an input and an output, and it has also the legal boundaries that you can uh, work in between, that you can produce your work. So I will give here an example of uh, how through training we believe that uh, we can break through uh, the stovepipe system. As we saw earlier, the four circles, the four subdomains did not intersect and they were separated uh, through the uh, field of competence. But for example, if we, uh, if we train a forensics analyst, then we will see this forensic analyst in working in cybercrime or in network information security or in cyber defense. We can see this uh, forensic analyst in cyber defense working in intelligence, section or in military cert or in military security operations center on the other hand in network information security the forensic analyst uh, will have to to work on the protection on the information to be able to uh, set up the rules uh, set up the the traps that he will need to to work on during the attribution phase if something bad happens. And in cybercrime, we see the same person working, collecting evidences to solve a cybercrime case. We see that in the technical and the tactical level, the work of this forensic analyst is the same. But uh, the only difference is in the, the legal framework that he is working. So we in ESTC, what we do is we uh, train this person and he's able to work on all three areas and adjust himself according to the legal background of his position later on. So let me show you what the ESTC also is doing in the, within the EU cyber ecosystem. So we transfer cyber knowledge, we strengthen the cyber expertise, we improve education, training and exercise quality, we promote action in cyber domains, we develop cooperation and synergies, trying to reduce overlaps and achieve the necessary complementarity with our main goal, the standardization and the harmonization of training. I will give an example here uh, that uh, 
15 years that the uh, ESTC is working, since 2005, um, we, our motto and the way of working is that we give more for less. So our courses, as we said before, they cost nothing for the participants. And uh, we try to connect the people who have the knowledge from the European institutions to come to give lectures to our courses and to give, to pass their experience to the younger generations or to, or to people who are new to their new positions through their experience that is not yet documented to some books. And that is very important because this knowledge is very difficult to be found. For, uh, a very good example is the uh, executive director of the satellite center here in, outside of Brussels. It's uh, the ambassador Sorin Dukaru. Uh, Mr. Dukaru was uh, before in NATO and he worked during 2016 uh, for the 2016 uh, NATO summit in Warsaw when the cyber became the fifth domain of warfare. Imagine how much experience this person has to say to the newest uh, people in their positions about the, how the people at that time they perceive uh, the, cyber, the cyber as the fifth domain of cyber warfare. Because he was in there during history was made uh, with the declaration of cyber as the fifth domain of cyber, uh, cyber warfare of warfare. So people like that, they're coming to our courses, they're lecturing and they're giving their experience, which is very, very difficult to be found otherwise. So let's move forward to our current actions. So we provide awareness and advanced level courses. We open discussion for new activities and synergies. We involved in various project activities within the EU offer cyber expertise and support EU cyber exercises. For example, we participated in the cyber diplomacy exercise last year. Unfortunately, this year was uh, canceled due to COVID. We participated in the EU military exercise last year. And uh, we have started uh, an initiative on operational research. What do we mean with operational research is that we're trying to bridge the operational institutes, which they are loaded with their everyday job, which they're facing many problems every day, but they do not have the time to spend for research. And we try to bridge uh, the, these institutions with the academic institutions, which they have all the time in the world to do research trying to transfer uh, problems from the operational field to the academic field, to have the time to deal with these problems and then reply back, give feedback with the solutions to these problems of everyday life. Um, that activity was uh, announced uh, a few months ago and uh, on our executive academic board of February, uh, we will have, probably we will have uh, official announcements of which operational institutions, EU agencies uh, and national authorities we will be involved in this uh, activity. So stay tuned on February about these uh, uh, announcements. So let's go through our training activities and uh, see through our activities how ESTC is uh, connecting, creating links with all the three cycles that we saw from the global uh, cyber ecosystem. So we have an open source intelligence course 
from the Hellenic Joint Intelligence School, which is a national authority. We have a cyber defense policy on national and international level from the Baltic Defense College, which is an academic military uh, academic institution in the city of Tartu in Estonia, the first semester of 2021. Cybersecurity and smart city uh, in the city of Trikala, the first semester of 2021, Trikala series in Greece, from the University of Thessaly, which is an academic institution. We have the Cyber Awareness Train the Trainer course from the European Defense Agency, which is an EU agency on the first semester of 2021. Then we move to the cyber implications to uh, common security and defense policy operations and missions planning. This is again the European Defense Agency uh, in Brussels, the first semester of 2021. Network security and wireless security from the University of Piraeus in the first semester of 2021, which is also an academic institution. We do have a cyber diplomacy course to touch the external relations uh, circle, bubble or subdomain, which is a modular course. The module one was just provided on the 10th of November, the, between the 10th and the 12th of November of 2020 by the National Institute for Research and Development in Informatics uh, from Bucharest, Romania. This is a research institute. The module two will be provided in the first semester of 2021 uh, in Brussels by the French IHEDN and the Portuguese uh, Ministry of Defense. This is a combination between a public administrative body, which is under the authority of the French Prime Minister, and a national authority like the Ministry of Defense of Portugal. Then we go to uh, a course that uh, we try also to provide external capacity and it is called the role of the EU cyber ecosystem in global cybersecurity stability. The course will be given, these uh, are three iterations of the same course. Uh, it will be given for the Western Balkan region, which is a very important region for uh, political regions for uh, EU. Uh, it will be given in Thessaloniki, in Greece, the first semester of 2021, by the Greek Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and ENISA, a national authority combined with an EU agency. Again, it will be given in Estonia, in Tallinn, the first sem semester of 2021, uh, from the Estonian MFA, which is a national authority, but it will be combined, but it's not co confirmed yet, with other uh, think tanks and international, uh, international institutes uh, in Estonia. Uh, the third iteration will be from Cyprus, very next to you, for uh, a region that is uh, related also to Israel, uh, which is called the Middle East and North Africa region, which is uh, basically this region includes the nation states from Algeria until Iran and Oman. Later, we go to Cyprus again in Nicosia, the first semester of 2021. The Digital Security Authority, which is a national authority, will give the cybersecurity organizational and defensive capabilities. The cybersecurity basic for non-technical experts. This is an awareness level from Budapest National Public Service University which is an academic institution. We move then to ENISA and uh, in Crete, Iraklion, GR, Greece, training on information security management, specialized at technical and tactical level, the second semester of 2020. Then we have the infrastructures in the context of digitization from uh, Austria in Vienna, 
the Austrian Institute of Technology and Austrian Institute for European and Security Policy. These are also academic institutions. Then in Vienna again, understanding the civil military dimension of cyber attacks in region. From the Austrian Institute for European and Security Policy and the Federal Ministry of Defense. This is a combination between academic institution and national authority. Next, we will have the training in critical infrastructure protection with emphasis on cyberspace from risk management to resilience. This is a modular also course. It is running for the first time. That is why it's a pilot course. The first module is running in a few days. It will be, uh, it will be uh, an online course. Uh, the title is Emerging Technologies Transforming Critical Infrastructure Protection. And it will be delivered from the National Institute for Research and Development in Informatics, which is a research center. The second module, uh, it will be delivered here in Brussels, the first semester of 2021. And this will combine the JRC, the Joint Research Center, which is European Commission in ISPRA, Italy, Digital Security Authority of Cyprus, which is a national authority, and the National Institute for Research and Development in Informatics, which is a research center, which shows big combination in, from three different uh, uh, geographical uh, positions. So, and as we see here, when we go back to the global cyber ecosystem, we see that the ESDC, which is a small dot on the EU cyber ecosystem on the upper right corner, has links with the international uh, players, with the European uh, cyber ecosystem, and the national cyber ecosystem. And of course, with the core of cyber as its everyday job. So our contact details for anyone who's interested to become a member uh, to the EU, uh, to the European Security and Defense College, uh, is our functional mailbox, the esdc-cyber-et at European External Action Service.europa.eu. My email is panagiotis.marcellas at eeas.europa.eu. And our website is the esdc.europa.eu. There you can find the uh, more information about the ESDC, you can find also uh, our curricula, which they are uh, uploaded and free for review. And uh, so whatever uh, you might need uh, or uh, any questions you might have now or later when you watch this uh, video, you can contact us and we're open to reply to you and solve uh, any uh, any questions. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Panagiotis Marcellas, for this uh, very interesting uh, uh, lecture uh, presentation. Um, a very profound um, and sorry for the cat. Um, and I'll, um, I wrote for myself uh, several questions and some of them received an answer during uh, 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 your uh, enriching um, lecture. Um, you invited um, us in the, light, in the last slide to, to join the ESDC. And it's, um, that's what I want to ask, who can attend, who can enroll, who can be member at the ESDC? And from this uh, um, um, question, uh, we can have the second one that who can apply to those very interesting courses that you've mentioned in the four dimension and four uh, 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 um, domain of courses. Yeah, um, so, uh, an institution and national authority, uh, the EU agencies are uh, by default uh, members, of course. Um, from uh, EU, any institution or national authority can apply. Uh, from third countries, they can apply the, the universities and national authorities 
from countries which uh, basically they have uh, a security agreement with EU. Uh, because uh, the procedure is that we receive an application, then the, the university or the national authority, it goes to the executive academic board to make a presentation to uh, show why the presence here, it will have an added value for both sides, what they can offer with their courses and their expertise, and then uh, this presentation will go to the steering committee, which is the 27 member states of EU. And uh, they will decide uh, to accept uh, this institution or the national authority. So uh, from, from EU, for example, uh, it was uh, one case uh, in the past that it was one university uh, which had some uh, links with the Confucius uh, uh, Center from China. And then they were raised some questions because uh, it has been, uh, um, it has been uh, noticed in the past that these uh, centers, they are uh, used to uh, pass uh, propaganda uh, within the Western world. So that's why the political uh, part of the ESDC, which is the 27 member states of the steering committee, will also have their own uh, check on the institution and uh, the reasons why uh, a national authority or an academic institution from a third country would like to join our ecosystem. Uh, that, uh, I guess it replies to your uh, question. And also, um, the, the, the participants are civilian and military personnel, basically public sector employees from EU. Uh, and it's uh, like uh, an offer uh, back to the society uh, because we co-fund these courses as an offer of, uh, uh, of the European taxes back to the society uh, courses that the participants do not, uh, they are not charged of anything. Uh, so the participants are uh, EU uh, citizens and uh, or in a case, for example, that uh, a third country's uh, institute who is already a member wants to uh, organize a course and they would like to invite uh, some of their employees or their uh, students or uh, then it's uh, up to there to invite them also. But the requirement uh, is to fit first the needs of the 27 member states of EU, and then if you have the capacity to accommodate uh, more people from uh, your institution or your national authority, we are open to, to help you with that too. I see, thank you. Um, you mentioned also some exercises. Yes. Um, which are um, the topics and which type of sub-exercise. Again, example, uh, we at the um, uh, Tel Aviv Academic College performed for the past five years with two universities, one in Australia and one in China, captured the flag, um, uh, cyber challenge, and our students will be will participate this Saturday in a uh, uh, um, um, Chinese uh, sub, uh, capture the flag uh, uh, um, challenge. So what are the uh, type of uh, sub exercises on one hand and on the other hand, uh, what are the um, um, domain and the topics of those uh, exercises? Uh, we were, uh, we participated, as I said, in the military exercise of 2019 from the European uh, military staff. And uh, then we participated also in the European cyber diplomacy exercise. 
So uh, in that, in these two exercises, uh, we basically uh, we, we had action in the EU uh, in the external relations, let's say, circle of the uh, cyber domains, and the cyber defense uh, circle uh, subdomain. Uh, we are uh, moving also to participate on other exercises. Uh, but uh, as you know, with the COVID, uh, most of these staff have, have gone back. Uh, and that's why yet uh, we have not participated uh, anymore. Yeah, fully understood. Um, um, so yeah, I, I wrote us uh, several questions, but uh, we already have passed our time. So uh, thank you very much, Mr. Panagiotis Marcelas, and I would like to thank also Mr. Giuseppe Zofanetti that uh, was in the seventh, as the first part, and need to to leave uh, from the European Security and Defense College. Thank you very much for both of you for being with us and uh, sharing uh, uh, your activity uh, and your uh, knowledge about uh, uh, the important activity of uh, the European Security and Defense College, uh, mainly uh, the uh, cyber domain. Uh, thank you very much for your time um, and see you next time. Thank you. Thank you very much. We will be in contact and uh, hopefully we will uh, able to cooperate uh, in the future. Gladly, gladly, Mr. Mozellas, gladly. Thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye.